Hello and thank you for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Before we start the show tonight, we wanted to give everybody a word of warning that each episode produced by Movie Guys Podcast is for a mature audience. You have been warned. Also, all of our reviews are spoiler-filled, so if you have not seen the film that we're going to talk about tonight... Turn off the show and come back when you're ready to listen. Thank you so much for downloading, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we are talking about the 2019 Aladdin remake retelling whatever you want to call it live action i am jordan and i'm joined here like always with eric and ed and eric you look like a street rat how you doing tonight i'm good i'm trying to still figure out our, our controls actually for for youtube i'm sorry guys so uh, while i'm figuring that out ed, how are you doing you fucking riffraff <laughs> Listen, all right, you ain't never had a friend like me, so don't act like uh, we you don't act like you did, all right? Exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you ain't never go. had a podcast like this one. Movie guys, boom. Jordan, get off your fucking phone. We're live on YouTube. Sorry, I said the F word. I apologize. No cursing this episode. Policing, try, try no not cursing this yeah, episode. Exactly. When did we come up with this no cursing rule? This I mean, is like, a kid's movie we're talking about. I mean, it's a kids' I, movie. We can, we will curse. We drink and fart and burp and curse during the regular ones. Uh, but we, I would prefer it if we, you know, there are children out there, so can we please not swear during, during these episodes? So going into Aladdin here, this is our part three of uh, ever growing Disney live action series. Uh, if you want to check out on our archives, we uh, did our first one with um, Beauty and the Beast. We did part two with Dumbo this year, and now part three here with Aladdin. Um, so the hype going into this movie here, everybody, was that Will Smith is blue and this movie's going to stink, right? I mean, that's what everybody was saying. Everybody was saying this movie was going to be terrible because Will Smith is blue. How 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 dare they make him the genie? That was that. That's what the fanboys were saying. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I I do. I, we're we're back on on par, by the way. Here, boys. I apologize. I've been drinking a, a little bit, so this is gonna be a fun review. Uh, Will Smith got a lot of shit. Actually, no, it wasn't him. It was Disney and the CGI team that ever that they got a lot of shit. And lately, that this seems to be a, a hot topic in movies nowadays, right? Is the CGI quality that we're getting. I, I feel like it almost started with like Lord of the Rings or like, or the, I'm sorry, the Hobbit rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just seemed to be like, there's like this steady decline in, in, in CGI. That it seems to be kind of like this, almost like this, this budget type of thing that seems to be happening. I noticed that there's a trend in, in just kind of rant videos on YouTube now where they argue about the CGI quality, whether it be Aladdin in the blue Will Smith genie, or obviously we we're all end up to the uh, the Sonic controversy now. So uh, this is a thing where we did Dumbo, and Dumbo was basically just eye candy. And I feel that again, this is another Disney movie that just applies that. 
Mm. Yeah, that's a very interesting point because I feel the reason why there's a backlash on it is just because we're getting 5K TVs now and we're getting 5G cell phone networks and we want the bigger, better thing. I also think the problem is, is that it's not the 90s anymore here, guys. We don't have the big, famous uh, post-production studios out there anymore, like a Lucasfilm, like an ILM, you know, like those kind of big ones that would be like, oh, ILM did this. This is a movie to see, right? Sure. Like they just, they just don't do that. It's not the factor anymore, not the it factor. I so. I, I will say in, in that endeavor, though, though, is that they had a director in Guy Ritchie. I yeah. follow yeah, Guy Ritchie, and I – well, I'm not even kidding you. I would usually go to a Guy Ritchie film knowing that he had done that if it's usually more of, of his style, whether it be like a rock and roller or uh, um, what's the one with Brad Pitt? Uh, um, Snatch. Yeah, Snatch. Thank you. Or even uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, in, in those regards too. Um, so I feel like Disney is able to, to cash cow these directors, whether it be Guy Ritchie or Tim Burton with a Dumbo in, in that regard. And that's that's kind of again where their money pull is coming from. Well, get Guy Ritchie, you know, get Will Smith. And you know, I've noticed that they've gotten a lot of big name directors to redo these movies because they, in my opinion, Disney being the biggest film studio right now, they own literally the rights to everything, everything. huge. They've made a concerted effort to give some film quality to these movies. I love John Favreau's Jungle Book. Seriously. Um, and the open, I don't want to call it the opening scene because it wasn't, but the scene where they sort of introduced Aladdin, what he's running through the the bread scene in the in the cartoon where he does this thing that they've sort of merged two scenes in this movie from the original. Um, where you're, he's supposed to be singing that street rat song. Street um, rat. Yeah. But uh, anyway, where he's sort of, where he's no, running around one, and doing jump, one jump ahead of the, the next man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make me sing it really. Um, but they, they uh, what they, you know, you can sort of see a lot of guy Ritchie in those parts and some of the action ish parts, you can see some guy Ritchie tendencies. So, you know, I'm glad that they at least are trying to make an effort to have real filmmakers turn these cartoons into live action film they're giving an effort I'm not saying they're succeeding all the time but they're trying in that case can i go ahead and tell you that uh or say that disney can only steal what they can afford there we go yep. and that's everything yep okay. everything that's, that's everything God damn. i feel so, good well, about by that, the guys. way They're today really today was the opening for galaxy's edge and all the celebs in the world were there and I wished I could have been there, but it probably cost an arm and a leg. There's, That's why CPO's arm was red in in the last one. There's a challenge in this movie, obviously with a lot of these Disney movies that they're coming out with, is that they have to compare with its predecessor. And that's – obviously, they have to know that with every person who bought a ticket to this movie. Yeah. Do you feel that this movie gave some fan service? No, no. Um, I, I, I actually feel this movie um, dampered the legacy of Aladdin. Um, really? There is a lot of hate going out online yeah. right now. There's a lot of hate going mm -hmm. out. 
Uh, Jordan, I'll give you your point, but I want to get to Eric's after you're done. Um, I actually saw this uh, in theaters at 10 o'clock on a Friday night with my wife. So I went in with movie guys, goggles, full go. Um, I was debating with myself if I was going to come in here as a fan of the original when I was a kid, or should I actually sit this down and review it like, like we're doing? And I chose the latter. And Will Smith is the only good thing in this movie. Um, all the fans were wrong. Mm. Will Smith is not bad. And I'll give you some examples. Please. Um, let's go with let's go with Aladdin first. Um, terrible casting choice on him. He did not know how to exude emotion at all. The street rat, in my opinion, when he's called a street rat, it's like using the N-word, so I want to feel him be hurt and offended by that. Right? By N-word, you mean nerf herder? Sure. Yes, very scruffy looking. Which he wasn't. He was not offended. He didn't go into a song and dance about it like he did in the original. There was no emotion with him on that. That was my first complaint with Aladdin. I'm assuming you guys don't agree. Continue. Well, here, here, here's here's the thing, okay? I – you the, people were going into this movie hating on Will Smith already. And we live in a culture where nobody looks to change their mind. They only try to find things that affirm their opinions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hate. And hate, hate regard culture. Yes. And they, everybody was hating on Will Smith because Will Smith is a goofball, but he's, a, he's like a forced goofball on social media. He's not funny anymore because now he's a dad and he's not, he doesn't make Will Smith fresh Prince jokes about girls. Okay. So people were hating on Will Smith because he's the biggest, one of the biggest movie stars in the world, going and doing a part. Robin Williams, let's go back to the original, that part was 100% Robin Williams. It didn't define his career, but it was the keystone to it. It defined okay. Genie. It know? did, and, and you can't talk about Genie in Aladdin without talking about Robin Williams. So Will Smith stepped into literally impossible shoes. All right, it's like the guy who will replace Aaron Rodgers. Can't do it. It's like the guys who have tried to replace Peyton Manning since then. Can't do it. Football aside, I, I, I have but to. You, but you see the point I'm trying to make is that you can't, to step into those shoes, they're impossible to fill. So regardless of how good you are, the perfect, okay, let's talk about basketball. It's the NBA Finals are on tonight. Um, Derek Rose trying to step into Michael Jordan's shoes. Derek Rose was great. But you can't fill Michael Jordan's shoes. Just can't do it, right? So Will Smith trying to step into those giant curly shoes or the blue smoke that was the genie, right? You, it doesn't matter who they would have put there. Could have been anybody on the planet. They were going to get a ton of hate at the end of the movie. So, But Jordan, I will say to this, he did what he was supposed to do. He wasn't Will Smith playing Robin Williams playing the genie. He just... He did what he had to do knowing that he wasn't going to be loved afterwards. He did what he could. I didn't necessarily like the choices they made him make, okay, which, for example, when it came to a friend like me, like Will Smith is not a singer. So he, they, no. they gave him the ability to have some level of hip-hop in friend like me. That wasn't his fault. That's what, A, his forte is, and, B, what people are wanting to hear now. 
You know, it, it, did you guys see the video that was released today of that uh, Old Town Road, that kid they, 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 in that high, in that middle school or the elementary school? Yep. All those little kids knew that song because it's just what these, it's just what people know now. It's it's hip hop, so you had to have have some level of that. The uh, you know, I, I actually heard this. Uh, your your point, one hundred percent. I'm I'm on board with you. Uh, I was I was uh, someone had mentioned that it's called a Jar Jar Binks syndrome. Oh, because yeah. because every all, all the classic uh, Star Wars fans hated fucking Jar Jar, but all the if you ask everyone who was like fourteen and younger, they all mm -hmm. were down. Like they all were just like, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, my nephew loves Jar Jar Binks. Who he, he my nephew's about to be seven in a couple of weeks. Okay, loves Jar Jar Binks. My cousin who was under the 10 ish when those movies came out loves jar jar binks star wars fans of our age hate them because of hate them because of what happened <laughs> yeah. my favorite thing about the new the new canon expanded universe is that jar jar binks died a poor uh, a, a, a poor gungan on the streets good so i guess my i guess my point is is that is that no matter how good this movie could have been the people want our age, it wasn't gonna, it wasn't going to foot, foot the bill, which is why, which is why, I watched the original first, and immediately following it, I watched the this movie. I feel like you set a bar. I feel like you set a big bar with that. And 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 you set here, a precedence. And here's the thing, I knew that if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be able to objectively talk about this movie. Because I would be remembering how Aladdin made me feel in the 90s as opposed to watching it with the intention of discussing it, discussing it. Sure. I actually left the original when it was over the exact with the exact same feeling as I had re-watching re this movie. Interesting. Or excuse me, watching this movie. Exact same feeling. All right. I mean well – the story, the story does very much stay on the same track, right? Yeah. Well, wait. I, uh, I I spoke about my displeasure with the actor who played Aladdin. I'm also going to uh, talk about my displeasure with the actress that did Jasmine in her story. Uh, now, the actress, which I did not know this until after the movie, uh, this is Kimberly, the Pink Ranger from yeah. the new Power Rangers movie that That's came right. out. So I did not. I, I did not know that uh, she didn't look the same to me. I don't know because the makeup or whatever. Because she um, was not wearing a Power Ranger suit. Okay, sure. that was an obscure movie. We can safely say Power Rangers was is an obscure movie. It's in our archives. Go to movieguyspodcast.com. Go to archives on the tab there. You'll see the Power Rangers. Go back and listen to it. We were not on YouTube then, but you'll have to download and listen. To it. So. My problem is not with Will Smith at all and Jeannie. My problem is Aladdin and Jasmine and some other characters. But let's talk about Jasmine. Um, it's not her. It's the director. Eric, you praised Guy Ritchie. Uh, I actually despise Guy Ritchie. I think Guy Ritchie has a terrible career. He is another John Singleton. He made one good movie, and he's made nothing good since. Um Wow, and ah. his choice and his choices of directing are just terrible. So I'll give you my point. Um, if you want to change the story to Aladdin a little bit, then that's totally fine. But this, um, she wants to be a sultan. Is uh, this new sultan storyline is interesting? 
but it feels out of place with the movie. It doesn't feel like it's in this tight world. It feels like it's on the outskirts somewhere else. And I was very unhappy with her uh, pro-woman, I guess. I don't know what else you want to say it. Uh, songs, because they were flat. They were delivered poorly. And the lyrics did not get me excited at all. And my wife shares the same thing because she was like, oh, this isn't doing anything for me. And the last complaint is every time she had a sing, and she does that frozen footstop moment, right, where I am woman, hear me roar. Guy Ritchie decides to turn the camera around her 360, and he does that four times. And it's just like, that doesn't make any sense. This doesn't fit with I, the story. I know all the big words. I got the best words. Listen, I, listen. Uh, okay, look, you got to remember, Jordan, I understand where you're coming from because – we live listen, we live in an era today, and I'm not opposed to it, where filmmakers and the film industry is trying to give, for lack of a better term, reparations to every woman they've ever scorned because they've done some real terrible things to women over the course of time. This is a Disney princess movie. Okay? In the early 90s, Disney... Disney wasn't necessarily about anything other than you want to be a princess, little girl. you got to find the right man. You fall asleep. True love's first kiss. Don't listen to that witch. The right man will be there for you. Today's narrative is not that narrative. And I'm so happy that, you know, you actually have things along the lines in Disney storylines and the rest of the film industry of strong female characters, Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we got this, that in Disney's world of Star Wars, my most passionate film that I, the, my, my, you have a strong female Jedi character. It's only natural now because women can be president, Jordan, and it's perfectly acceptable for that. They should be allowed to be seen as wanting to be assaulted. It's okay. It's okay. Now, on your point of the songs being flat, yes. Okay, the songs specifically to me didn't touch any heartstrings like it didn't make me emotional about her wanting to be salted <laughs> but at the same time storyline wise i she should want to be salted she's the only living heir to the salted i few things of that i'm gonna play out for you because i i agree i really do uh i i feel that um this was given a good spotlight to Jasmine to have her song as the same way the Beast got his solo in Beauty and the Beast. Whereas before, both characters had not gotten a solo, even though that they were, I, I dare say, main, you know, the main character or main characters in both in both stories. Obviously, Beauty and the Beast, he's, his name is in the title, sure. and and Jasmine obviously is is the main. She's the main character, so. Her getting a solo uh, was was fine. She had one in in the Broadway uh, version as well, and it was close to it. Where I, I this movie was about her not being silent. Is that something to that accord? Yeah, about uh, her being silent. Yeah, and I think she won't, uh, she won't go quietly in the end into that good night. Sure, sure enough, and and the Beast was about his uh, his standing up and, and being the man that he is type of thing. So like they, they have these moments, and, and that that's great. Um, 
I I felt that I mean it wasn't it's not like it was unnecessary it was fine it was it was great for the movie I felt that it fit the tone of everything too um, the action I know what you're talking about the the camera work where it did this whole kind of freeze frame type of thing and then this whole 360 type of thing for added effect I mean that's that's filler right I mean because what else are you gonna do kind of in that in that moment. Um, and that's just a kind kind of a Guy Ritchie type thing. He did the same thing for King for King Arthur, I think, right? Yeah, all of um, his movies have that. He's it, you again. You can see a lot of Guy Ritchie filmmaking in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say, uh, um, God damn it! I know that you're you're you know with your whole Guy Ritchie thing, but the man has done a goddamn. Uh, I mean, Man from Uncle is amazing. I'm gonna talk oh, him up from that like that. Read, King read, Arthur read. was was a fantastic rock and roll. Okay, I'll, I'll stop. I, I'm I'm sucking too much dick, and I don't need to do that. <laughs> but uh, I under, I understand any there's the new additions to songs that had always had. But listen, from what compared to the Broadway, because that the Broadway had like three new songs, something like that, and they were trash. When I tell you like that, when Aladdin is talk it is like solo. Monologue singing to the crowd about how he wants to be this beautiful boy to his father. It is not good. And so be thankful we didn't get that shit. In fact, be thankful that we still got CGI Apu and CGI Carpet. Because, again, in the musical Broadway, we just got three douchebags instead. We got three human characters. There were his interaction, his, his playfulness. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's actually, let's on that, actually, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the beat characters. We got... Carpet, who was really fun in this movie. Uh, we had a Pooh, who wasn't as much as a character as it was in the cartoon, but I understand that they can't do too much with the live action <coughs> scenario here. But uh, Diago. Iago. Was it? No, no D. Just F Iago. 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 Iago was not a major character in the original. But he was a B player. He was a character. He had speaking roles. Don't disrespect and, Gilbert Godfrey like that, man. Right. Or um, Alan Tudjik. Alan Tudjik. You know what they say I'm about... Leaf, I'm a leaf on the wind. My, Watch how I <laughs> My favorite... Again, my favorite joke is always, you know, what they say about Alan Tudjik is that two dicks are better than one. <laughs> Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I just, I just kind of felt that they kind of dropped the Absolute ball on the, um, okay, move on. on the Anago thing because you know he was a, he was kind of a, he was kind of an interesting uh, major character in the last in, in the original movie, and all this was was just pretty much just a talking parrot. He he, he did nothing really to the plot. Um, he did one thing to the plot, and that was tell Jafar what was going on by repeating. But they completely reworked that character, and I missed that character. I, I kind of wish they would have uh, sure. done him a little bit justice. Yeah. I can I can 100% agree with that, and the same thing with, with Apu. Yeah, I mean, I, yes, these are these were not cartoon versions of, of those characters. Because, you know, you can, you can get an animated monkey, Apu, to screech, and you can understand what he's saying, and you can have Iago having full-on English conversations with Jafar in a cartoon. Sure. And I do agree. I mean, I missed, I missed that. I wish that they would have been able to have added some of that to this movie. I don't disagree with that point at all. 
I mean, like, they're going to do it for Lion King, and they did it for Jungle Book, so why can't they have talking well, animals? And you know what? And I, I'm glad you brought up Jungle Book because, to me, Jungle Book is the bar for live-action Disney films, okay? One of the things that especially Dumbo and, and, and this movie were sort of missing is that the Jungle Book didn't – John Favreau didn't try to make, basically make a shot-for-shot shot remake of the Disney film version he tried to remake his own story he wanted to retell his own story and you only had you only had one or two songs in that in the jungle book remake the two iconic songs i would have liked to have seen that maybe in this movie just to be nitpicky i mean there really are only three key songs in aladdin that everybody knows um of course you got friend like me um Prince Ali, uh, Prince Ali, whatever the introduction song, and of course Eric's favorite. Um, what is it? What's the name of that song, Eric? Can you sing that? The Street Rat. Street Rat. No, no. Oh no! I was, no, no. That's not what, what I was talking about. I was talking about uh, a whole new world, of course. Oh, you're talking about that one. Oh, Jesus! Yeah. See, you can't say there's three because there's so many iconic songs. Well, but uh, and, and here's the thing: like when you're thinking of a when you're thinking of Aladdin, I'm trying to forget. My karaoke songs, by the way. Yeah, that's, yeah. that was that was what I was yeah, going for. Thank you. Was, I don't want to tell anybody that. Um, but you just told the whole world, so we'll go with it. I was trying to subtly make fun of you. Trying, and you trying to make a whole new out. world right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and and for the for you know upcoming uh, for the other upcoming movies like Mulan. Uh, you know, Be a Man is like the most iconic Disney song Ooh, in my opinion. Mulan sure. was my favorite. Mulan was my absolute favorite. So I'm hoping that we don't get a, a combination of, of, of what we've seen in a lot of those things, but I'm just being nitpicky at this point. I mean, I, 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 there are, I feel that there are stories that no matter how they are told will still hold. Aladdin, I feel, is just one of those stories because you it hits notes that no matter who the character is will still play to your heart. The example would be when Aladdin wishes for Genie's freedom. That's a great mm -hmm. point right there. Or the part in Mulan when Mulan goes to her father with all of the all of her accomplishments and he tosses them to the side. You know, yep. like certain certain key elements in Disney moving in Disney movies all will always just play. And this is kind of the, the Shakespearean part about this. It, it it just works. Some things do and some things don't, but for the most part. It, it just happens to be that way. And also, when you say that uh, they also repeat things, I, I want to mention that Disney tends to repeat things. When you talk about greatest songs ever, would you would you guys agree that uh, uh, Jungle Book's uh, – oh, what's the King Louis? You who, who I want to be like you. Who. I want to be like you. That's the song. That and uh, – A Friend Like uh, Me. Do you feel like that those two are the same beat, same tempo? Oh, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're the same – yes, you know, I want to be it. like you, who, who, you, you ain't never, never had a friend, friend like, like me. me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they, they are. But then again, now we're, we're, we can talk about music. All music in the last hundred years has been a repeat. You know, what was the, there was, you know, the same three chords can be sung. There, You know, there's a famous YouTube video about it. This, you know, the, the hundred greatest hits of the same three chords. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, music is just literal repeat. Broke my heart. I'm sad or I'm so happy I'm in love or, you know, it's like those are just the same two things 
just on repeat, said on said the different words. Well, unless you're a country singer, then you talk about Dip, Budweiser, and Jesus. That's true. If you play a country song backwards, you get your dog back, your truck ain't broke down, and your woman still loves you. Yeah. Let's roll some coal, boys. But when you yeah. say, uh, uh, Jordan, to your to your case that um, that the actors are mm-hmm. were in this role, or maybe uh, not as well casted as maybe they should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they had more of a simple role to play in, in that. I, I didn't mind it actually. And I actually felt that Will Smith did a pretty good job. And he sucked. Listen, you did everyone horrible singer. Don't that was, that was a bad choice. That was mm-hmm. bad. And the other thing that I will compare it to in the Broadway part, because the Broadway uh, musical is played by a very boisterous, uh, uh, black man usually, uh, from that. And he fucking kills it. Every fucking time. And it, it's great because he's just like a CeeLo Green type of thing. Just big, you know, every time. And Will Smith had more of like the swag attitude, but not like the pizzazz attitude. Does that mean yeah. – is, is that – there's not there's not as much grandeur in, in the genie role. As what they should have done – what they should have done is what they've done in movies before multiple times. We've seen it thousands, hundreds of times, is have Will Smith play the genie. But actually, Eric, you you read my mind. Have a CeeLo Green sing the actual song and have Will Smith this lip sync off of it because CeeLo Green could, that type of singer, could give us that big grandiose song that make you want to tap your feet to it. However, though, I did not have an issue at all with this uh, song and dance number of Genie, including Prince Ali. thought he was fine. I did not see what people were complaining about before the movie came out. I do not see what the issue was with him. He's blue. Janie's blue. Who cares? I mean, I mean, and when uh, Ed said earlier in the review here, you know, Robin Williams is iconic. That's another problem that I have is that, is that of course, Robin Williams as a genie is so iconic. Of course, not a single person is ever going to touch what he did. Right. So yeah. when you so when you know that going into the movie, you know that he's not going to reprise his role because he's no longer with us. Take your head out of your rear end and just watch the movie for what it gave us. Will Smith was a great substitute. I can't think of anybody else that would do just as well as a good a job as him. The problem's not him. The problem is Jasmine, Aladdin, and Jafar. Those three, which are the three that I'm supposed to care about the most, really fell flat for me. You know what? You know what? I I'm, We haven't talked about him yet. Jafar, yeah. by far, was absolutely terrible. You think? Do you really think so? Oh, I 100%. I mean, Jafar, and again, I can say this by having watched the original immediately before sure. watching this, this version. Jafar is the catalyst to the entire story in 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 Aladdin and Jafar uh, in, in, who, uh, who played him in the original Jeremy Irons. Uh, you know, let, like, let, 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 let me look it up. Yeah, I, Jafar. I felt more, I felt more passion about Jafar's e- being evil in the original. I, I, I felt afraid for Aladdin. I felt afraid for Jasmine. You could tell that the plot, the game of the game of throne was twisted and turned by Jafar. In this movie, the remake, he just so happened to be the antagonist. 
but he didn't twist and turn the story. He was just a mere bad guy in the movie that was that was pushed along by what I'm going to say is Aladdin's fear of telling Jasmine the truth. This movie was pushed by Aladdin and Jasmine's interactions as opposed to the original being pushed in the direction it was by Jafar's evil actions in an attempt to, to overtake the Sultan. So in... You know, in summary, they completely changed the fundamental of the movie because they took Jafar away or because Jafar was so flat. I 100% agree with that. Jafar 92 was played by Jonathan Freeman. Uh, he's basically just done a lot of Disney voiceover after that second movie. Okay. See, I don't understand why they had to give us the Jafar backstory uh, of how he was exactly like Aladdin. He just chose a different path. It was a dropped line. They didn't spend a half hour explaining it. Perfect. Which, which is fine. But just like the complaints I had with Jasmine's storyline, was that Jafar background needed for this movie? Really? Sure. I don't I, think it was because it's it's unnecessary. He's a bad guy. Do we need to know? This is a Disney bad guy. This isn't a drama bad guy. We don't I, I need think to it, know. It just helps a, a bit more to show you how consumed with this this goal he has of consuming all power. Like that just maybe that's all that that is. We didn't get too much of a backstory about what he's going through. We just know that he he is really like just determined and, and convicted to this one ultimate goal, and that's just to achieve ultimate power type of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think I can understand that you maybe they had um, kind of beaten the horse a bit more with the idea of it, but at the same at the same part, like I I don't know I I didn't have an issue with, with Jafar so much. He just seemed like this power-hungry type of guy type of thing. And, like, it's... I think the casting was, was fine because I don't know if they wanted to do the whole fucking Harvey Weinstein or... Who was the, uh, uh fucking... Oh, God, the, the gay guy in the birdcage and, and shit and the... Oh, yeah. Oh, Talks like this all the time. You know? He was in the producers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, I... Oh, Harvey... Oh, Firsting. Feisting? I don't. I'm not going to remember his name. No, that, so. that's it. I'm. I'm, I'm telling you. I just, I just confirmed that. I'm. I'm mispronouncing the last name. But yeah, Harvey. Harvey Feinstein. You know, to that type of Jafar, we got this more uh, um, kind of uh, evil, kind of ego, narcissistic kind of being. And I again, I like that. I'll tell you right now, right now, uh, the fucking Sultan. I. You can't tell me that wasn't uh, Joaquin Phoenix in a in a beard. Like it looked like Joaquin Phoenix the entire fucking time. It confused me. It I googled it twice as I was watching it, just to make His sure. His name was Navid Nijaban. No, that ne was Joaquin Phoenix. Don't tell you cannot convince me otherwise. If you look <laughs> in certain scenes towards the end, that man is Joaquin Phoenix in a beard. It looks <laughs> it looks really bad. It looks freaky. Like if it were Joaquin Phoenix, it would have been better acted. Yeah, would have been touche. 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 Um, all right, guys, let's get into our popcorn rating here for Aladdin. Ed, what will be your popcorn rating for the 2019 Aladdin movie? Yeah, so I'm going to try to get right to the point. I mean, both of you have said everything that I enjoy about it and all of my gripes. Will Smith was not terrible, okay? I felt as though 
I feel as though there couldn't have been another person that you would have put in there that would have done a better job. But at the same time, the, he didn't do that great of a job. It wasn't his fault, per se. It's, it's, it's a very flat character that Robin Williams made great. And Will Smith didn't make the character great. He just continued the flatness of the character. Aladdin was poorly was poorly acted, poorly sung. Uh, Jasmine, I liked her. I liked the story. I just she's not that great of an actress. I'm sorry. All the acting in this movie was absolutely just terrible. <laughs> Guy Ritchie is a great filmmaker, in my opinion. I've thoroughly enjoyed all of his films. The Man from Uncle, Lock, remake, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. All those. I just love all those movies. Okay. With that being said, um, I would probably have crapped all over this movie again had I not watched the original. Because I left feeling the same way, I just realized that I loved the movie based upon nostalgia, not because of anything that actually happened in the movie. True. So I'm going to give this movie a medium bag. A little extra butter on it um, because, uh, you know, it's – it wasn't as bad as people were saying it is, and it's just it's it's a new it's a retelling of the story for a new generation, and I can't wait to have conversations with my nephew and you know anybody else that's younger about how they think this one was great and the original was trash. Hmm. Well, I myself am going to go with Ed and give this one a medium bag. Um, it was okay. Uh, it wasn't a great. Uh, for some reason, I felt that Beauty and the Beast deserved the remake for some reason, and I feel like this movie was unnecessary. I know that's kind of a hard statement to wrap your guys' mind around. I think it's fair, Because it actually. is for me to say it, but it's just unnecessary. Uh, but for what we got, it wasn't terrible. We have seen and reviewed a lot worse. So... It's just Jasmine and Aladdin just didn't do it for me. And those are the characters I'm supposed to find. And just wasn't it so a medium bag for me. Eric, what will be your popcorn rating for Aladdin 2019? Uh, boys, I, I, I hate to kind of get this across the board, but I have been describing this movie to everybody that I see is – this is a DVD watch. This is a medium bag with some extra butter on it. Listen, I I, I – I, I didn't dislike this movie. I enjoyed it for the most part. Again, my hardship was really with Will Smith singing. It was bad, and he did it more than once. And uh, more than twice, I think, actually. He did it like three or four times. It was just not good and not convincing. The The, the tongue-in-cheek humor was was fantastic it was fine it was playful it was a family movie it was a kids movie it captured the same essence and just said that it said as the first one i i think i left the same as it did the other um from watching both i i yeah i i can't hate on this movie i i really just like you said jordan i we've seen a lot worse this doesn't deserve any of the hate that it's getting was it a um a, a attempt that maybe missed its mark sure i can see that um at the same part it it didn't dis it didn't undercut any of the the aladdin world that has already been built you know what i mean it it just picked up off of a new trend 
It looked great. It was a lot of eye candy. There was adventure. As a kid, I'm sure this is going to get a lot, a lot of replay value. Um, there was no white people casted. There was only the one, the one prince that looked like an idiot. So you had a, a very diverse cast of it too, and that's always good to see. Just because the original, obviously, cartoon didn't have any fucking white people either uh, in it either. I don't know. If that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Medium bag, extra like with some extra toppings on it. That's pretty what it is. This is a DVD watch. And it's kind of like worth a DVD watch. I would actually, if it was on Netflix, I probably wouldn't even mind watching it again, to be honest with yeah. you, as, as a background. Well, anything's better than Dumbo for so far. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, like, yeah, I, aside from the singing, Will Smith actually did a pretty solid job as Genie. Like, yeah, he did a good job. I don't know what the problem was. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to rah rah, you know, and, no. but like, at the same part, he, he did a good job. Like I'm gonna give some credit where that where it's due, and he did he did good. good I on just you, Will think, Smith. I just think when it comes to you know like female Ghostbusters and Genie and Star Wars and Marvel and all these things that people love, I just think that people really need to check their sensitivity at the door and understand that Robin Williams, God bless, God rest his soul did a great job but you can't go into a new aladdin movie expecting the same thing you're just not gonna get it so just be happy that we have decent actors that are doing it and just check your sensitivity it's not a big deal it's not the end of the world it's just a movie my two cents on that because I don't because I don't agree with it. I was actually pretty upset when I left the theater. I was I was talking to my wife on the way home and I was like, what was the problem with Jeannie? Like, I don't I, what was the hate, you know, and it just it just it rubbed me the wrong way because yeah. Will Smith did what he did. It was fine. It was good. It was OK. He did a better job than I would. Either of us three would. Right. So, I yeah, mean, I mean, he did fine. Good for him. So. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for watching and also listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Next week, we'll be coming back to a franchise that Eric loves, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So we're going to be diving into that one. This will be part two of our ever-going Godzilla retrospective because next year we're getting King Kong versus Godzilla. I think they're calling it uh, King King of the Monsters. Is that... Uh... This okay. one is God. This one is kick, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, this one is uh, got oh. King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, working, working title. No, I thought it was called some. Yeah, either way, I'm excited. Yeah. So next week we'll be getting into that, and don't worry, fans, because the week after Godzilla, we'll be diving back into superheroes with Dark Phoenix, which I'm really excited to check out. So thank you so much for checking us out. Make sure to hit us up on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Just search for Movie Guys Podcast. Watch us live here, youtube.com forward slash Movie Guys Podcast, and also on iTunes, on Spotify, and iHeartRadio, and on MovieGuysPodcast.com. Thank you so much for everything, and we'll be back next week for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Have a good night.